This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the National Defense Authorization Act will give direct financial help to service members in need. The Department of Homeland Security gets some suggestions on how to improve customer service. And another bill is on the way to vanquish government jargon. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Friday, December 9th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Defense Department is one step closer to getting new authority to help service members meet child care needs, increase their basic needs allowance, and increase amounts for certain special pay rates. These provisions are part of the thousands passed by the House yesterday as part of the National Defense Authorization Act. House lawmakers approved the bill 350 to 80. The bill now goes to the Senate for a final vote on its way toward passing Congress for a 62nd consecutive year. The Department of Homeland Security gets some suggestions for how it could improve customer experience. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Homeland Security Advisory Committee is recommending DHS set up a CX office to drive culture change in collaboration across the department. It also recommends several major components at DHS establish their own CX offices to bring human-centered design to the products and services at those agencies. The components include the Transportation Security Administration, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, Citizenship and Immigration Services, and Customs and Border Protection. Those agencies are considered high-impact service providers by the Biden administration. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. As part of its ongoing effort to improve the SAM.gov platform, the General Services Administration is recruiting volunteer testers. GSA says it's looking for both usability testing and user acceptance testing. Usability testing will take 30 minutes or less to work with GSA staffers so they can understand how real people respond to the site. User acceptance testing will take about 10 minutes and focus on a specific feature or function as part of GSA's effort to launch new code. A bill to cut down on jargon from federal agencies is one step closer to becoming law. The Senate passed the Clear and Concise Content Act which now heads to the House for final approval. The bill expands the 2010 Plain Writing Act to cover nearly all guidance, instructions, and other public material coming from agencies. It also requires all new and existing agency websites meet the plain writing requirement within one year. Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee Chairman Gary Peters and Senator Jim Lankford introduced the bill. The Office of Personnel Management's website is due for an overhaul. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. The agency's main website, OPM.gov, won't just get a few updates, but a complete redo. OPM's Chief Information Officer, Guy Cavallo, explains. We're not going to migrate it. We're going to rebuild it from scratch around several core 
themes. Those themes include listing information more clearly for employees' health benefits options and better information for prospective employees. Cavallo says the new website will streamline information and put relevant topics in the same sections to make it a better experience for end users. OPM will use funding from the Technology Modernization Fund to work on the project. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. A dozen organizations ranging from industry associations to good government groups are pushing House and Senate leaders to pass the bill to improve how agencies manage manage software licenses. The groups say because the Strengthening Agency Management and Oversight of Software Assets Act has bipartisan support in both houses of Congress, it should be a common-sense piece of must-pass legislation. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee passed the bill unanimously this fall. The groups say the bill would save between $500 million and $750 million annually by helping agencies avoid vendor lock-in and ensure more meaningful competition. Environmental Protection Agency employees are calling for higher wages and more opportunities for promotion. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. More than 600 EPA employees represented by the American Federation of Government Employees are calling on the agency to extend the career ladder pay scale and merit promotions for lawyers, inspectors, and engineers. The letter to EPA Administrator Michael Regan says federal pay for STEM positions is far outpaced by the private sector and that there are fewer opportunities for advancement. The employees say about 25% of EPA's job offers to prospective hires are rejected and that the agency needs to do more to recruit under the Inflation Reduction Act and the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Two agencies are teaming up to improve SNAP, the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. The Social Security Administration, along with the Agriculture Department's Food and Nutrition Service, have renegotiated a five-year memorandum of understanding. The new MOU includes piloting ways to move away from a paper-based application system for SNAP. It'll include more use of electronic applications and signatures via telephone to help recipients more easily apply for the program and get their benefits. The Air Force wants to make its computers work better, and it's expanding a program to diagnose and improve its users' experience. Air Force Chief Experience Officer Colt Whittle says the department put monitoring programs on computers at 35 bases to provide data on how computers are functioning. He says the plan is to expand the program to 100 bases next year. The department is also replacing older personal computers with new ones and conducting weekly surveys to find out how satisfied users are with their computers. Lawmakers want the Department of Homeland Security to take a closer look at who's in charge of what in cyberspace. The 2023 National Defense Authorization Act would require DHS to review the federal roles and responsibilities for responding to a cyber incident. The review would include the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency and examine how it coordinates across government when responding to a cyber event. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Friday, December 9th, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian.